You're listening to the Almost 30 Podcast. It's Lindsay Simpson and Krista Williams. You guys, we're dead. Dead. We're freaking If you dead. guys want to be dead too, listen to this episode. Listen to this episode and also go to <laughs> at Kari X Michelle on Instagram. K-A-R-I-X Michelle on Instagram. This girl is so fucking stunning. Stunning. It will take your breath away. Yeah. And like what is actually incredible is that she is just as stunning on the inside. So interesting. Yep. So deep. I've never met anyone that I literally want to talk to her for yep. 24 hours straight in a marathon of Kari yep. Calhoun. Yep. I'm like, she's like a magnet, dude. I'm like, whenever yeah. she's around me, I'm like... I just want to be around her. And she's she's funny. She's open. She's real. She's thoughtful. She is just like one of those people that's just been blessed yeah. with this amazing look. And she... So Kari was on America's Next Top Model. I'm sure if you are you are a viewer of an America's Next Top Model, you mm-hmm. remember her. We were all rooting for you. Literally fucking rooting for you, girl. But she was famous because she got one of the most shocking makeovers in the show's history. They basically, I mean... They just took her and they just (laughs) somehow made... They bleached her. They bleached her as bizarre. But that's not the point. No, not the point, but... But it's still crazy. So she was discovered, was on America's Knock Top Model. She is a working, working, working model. She is with... All over the world. Adidas. She's with car brands. She's with like... Basically, we see her all the time. So any brand that's a big, amazing brand, she's working with them. And she's just killing it. And we talk about what it's like to be a model, the modeling industry. We talk about her path to where she is. We talk about standing in your truth and owning your light. And we just have fun. Yeah, it's a really fun conversation. Yeah. We get deep. We talk about body image too, because I think it's really hard. Yeah. In the industry, there's so much pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, so she opens up about that. We laugh a lot. We think you'll, we know you'll love this conversation. Yeah. She's an angel. Yeah. So guys, Kari Calhoun on Almost 30. We love her. Connect with her at Kari X Michelle on Instagram, or you can go to her website. But we're super excited to share her with you and look forward to hearing your thoughts in the secret secret. In the secret almost study Facebook group. So join head there right now. Head there right now and join today. Auga. Auga. Join today and then leave us a review on iTunes pretty please. Make sure it's five stars. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're, de- sure. we're dead now. Love you. Enjoy. <laughs> Wait, can you say, first of all, I'm so happy we're having a models-only discussion. Literally, I wanted to bring us all together models here. to talk about modeling. And just like, I you mean, know, we can all just share our stories of like <laughs> what it's like in the industry. So I'm happy that you guys are all listening because this has been a long time coming. <laughs> I needed to talk about my thoughts on modeling and agencies and and fittings and stuff. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's get it all off your chest. Um, wait, tell us about the people that you think were auditioning you to be arm candy. Um, when I first like moved to LA, there was a lot of guys, you know, like because you're trying to figure out where do I belong, like yeah, what kind of people am I going to be running with, and but at the same time, you want to start your career, right? So if you go on set. 
I mean, for me, I went on set and started hanging out with these girls mm-hmm. that are shooting as well. And they're like, yeah, let's go to the club. Let's mm-hmm. go to this house party. And then these house parties were like in the hills, or like geez. these billionaires. Literally. I'm sure in the other rooms, yeah. like, that's what was going on. And like, you know, different. And I'm very, I think I always look at people in a really nice light and I don't yeah. think that they're trying to do anything, mm-hmm. you know, bad or creepy. And so I like went out with a few different guys that were older, mm-hmm. but I didn't think of it as like, you know, they're trying to use me for anything. 100%. But like, just really weird shit. Like when we would go out, they would be telling these other people people like their friends like that me and him were serious like like that we were going to get married and like all of this stuff but it's like I don't even like I don't even know like, no, 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 yeah. No, no. yeah and like I was mm. just trying to get to know people and you know follow I don't know just my opportunities I guess yeah you know and they, there's a lot of men are so well off here and like yeah. are you know promise you things or try to like hold something in front of your face to come and get you to like yeah be so their true. arm candy and yeah. stuff and like I don't know but this was like six years ago when I first moved here and I didn't understand how LA worked and what was that all like that. so <laughs> what, brought, what brought you here and what did it feel like the second you were like plopped here oh my gosh I so I went to college in Iowa mm-hmm. um at Iowa State University. Cool. What are you, Hawkeyes? Yeah, uh, that's our arch enemy. Oh, that's <laughs> Iowa State. Jesus right? Christ. Oh, shit. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. What I was that? like, I had no school spirit. <laughs> I mean, sure. we, were, we were the Cyclones. Cyclones are Cyclones. Yeah. Cyclones. Cool. Sweet. Oh, <laughs> tornado can, country. No, it's weird as hell. I don't even understand it. <laughs> I don't know. It was weird. But the but the logo was like a bird. I don't mm, know. It was sick. a lot. Are we a Red Hawk, so we're both birds. <laughs> and I was um, an eagle. Hey! Oh, yeah, Models and eagles. Hey! <laughs> I automatically thought of if you're a bird, I'm a bird. Literally, we're all birds. Girl, you're way ahead of us. <laughs> I would have thought about that three seconds from now. <laughs> like two minutes. Um, yeah, and I, um, so I graduated and I was like, I knew I didn't want to live in New York because I'd been there a few times. Did you have any idea, like how beautiful you, did you have any idea about your looks? Um, like, were you aware of like what you're working with? <laughs> like, I want to know when you understood what I'm you were not, like working with. I don't even with. think that I, I, you know what I'll say about that is I think I understand how people perceive me, but that's not how I perceive myself. Mm. And it's like been a really long journey to like even have confidence and, mm. and stand behind saying I'm a model or like, you know, I am an actress or what have you. Like, I'm still struggling with owning that. So for me, I don't think that I totally. I had I had gotten growing up like you know you should model, you should like do entertainment and stuff. And my mom would drag me around to L.A. and New York and try to like make me do it, and it just didn't fit for me. Mm-hmm. I was like very shy and very. I felt like I was being forced into something that I didn't understand. So I convinced my mom to like stop making me go. <laughs> to these things and I just like went through schooling like as normal which I think honestly is like super important for me and like my path because I don't think I would have been ready for this like industry before now you Mm -hmm. know I feel like I can handle it a lot better now that I have um, Mm. a degree under my belt and you know a well-rounding traveling experience and just like a better understanding of life so 
But yeah, so I graduated from Iowa State and then I moved to LA like literally, I think six years ago um, this month. Wow. (laughs) What was your degree? Apparel. Yeah. Cool. So So what did you do? Fashion? Yeah. I just like, I just like working with my hands. Mm -hmm. So I like like sewing and and crafts and like my hobby is honestly like going on Craigslist and getting furniture and like refurbishing it. Cool. Yeah. That's like what I just like working like with my hands and stuff on my free time. I love that, like building right. IKEA furniture. Yeah, or like putting things together. Yeah, noted. Yeah, yeah. literally noted. You give me my task rabbit. I would love to. We have yes. a task rabbit. He's amazing. If anyone needs a task rabbit in LA, I have one. Pimp them out. Pimp literally us out. Pimp us task rabbits out. Yes. You can start an app with that. Literally, model task rabbits. It's like. Those like made vans on the side of the road. Okay. So you get to LA. Yeah. And what is like what, the first what, thing that you're like, oh shit? Like, what is your what, oh, shit what, what drove you to LA from um, Iowa? I know, right? Uh, well, I'm originally from Dallas. Okay. So, I mean, I wasn't ever going to stay in Iowa. Just like mm-hmm. I had a scholarship, mm-hmm. <laughs> had a scholarship there for track. So, oh, sick. cool. They like took care of my school. And that's like why I ended up there. But, I felt like LA is more my vibe because the nature here is laid back and mm. it's not. So I'm, I feel like if you're going to do entertainment, it's kind of LA or New York if you're in America. And I just am not a New York girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's a little too, a little too rough around the edges for me. And I love visiting there and like mm-hmm. partying, you know, until 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. But then I like to come back to my life where everyone's, you know, chilling, totally. tanning on the beach and yeah. like hanging out. So I don't know. I just always, when I was a little kid, I would um, visit my aunt and uncle here. And I would go to Santa Monica all the time. And I just fell in love with Santa Monica and, like, this idea of it. And I remember doing school projects on it. And, like, Aww. I must have been, like, manifesting this, Literally. Yeah. this, like, a long time ago because I did actually wind up here. So that was kind of cool. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I just—I mean, now I love L.A., like, very deeply, you know. I, I travel— other places and nothing compares to it especially when you find like a good group of friends Mm. you know Mm. and you can enjoy um this lifestyle here it's it's really beautiful i think so too (laughs) we always say that i mean we came from the east coast and we lived in europe for a while yeah and there's just something about being out here you know it's not it's not pretty everywhere it's so spread out it's Mm -hmm. you know there's a lot of driving but there's something there's like a a thread that just kind of keeps you, I don't know, I feel more grounded out here mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. So I think being on the West side helps. I think, you know, mm-hmm. or making the effort to be by the ocean as much as possible mm-hmm. helps, at least for me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I love that. Yeah, LA. right? Yeah. It's like, I feel like a lot of people like fall in love with like this city. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just feel like it's creatively, like mm-hmm. you're able to creatively be whoever you want to be. Mm-hmm. You know, like I can do whatever I want to do creatively and everyone's like down with it or doesn't give a shit about me mm-hmm. doing it. But you can like, do a million like, things. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. not weird if you have five jobs or five <laughs> streams of income. It's yeah. like normal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And everyone's like, (laughs) just like on their shit like that, you Mm -hmm. know? Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. Very open. So you arrived and yeah. so you got off the plane. No, yeah, yeah I need hopped to, at the plane I, I in LA. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. 
so true. Um, yeah, so I hopped off and um, I lived with my aunt for one month exactly and like saved up money and then just moved to K-Town, you know, Hell that yeah. rite of passage area where everyone lives first. And, and I, what were you doing for work? I was, uh, I think my first job, I was... Um, a personal assistant to like an Herbalife guy. You guys know Herbalife? Yeah, cool, yeah. Yeah, that was kind of crazy. But, um, like someone high up at Herbal- Herbalife? Yeah. <laughs> like, like doing what? Like they like climbed the pyramid and became high up. They weren't uh, like um, the pyramid. The yeah. pyramid scheme. Totally. Yeah. So what'd you do? I don't want to say anything yeah, yeah. to offend anyone yeah. in that entire business. But yeah, so I was um, doing that and. I will say that that was a good group of people to initially be around because mm-hmm. at least they have really good intentions. You know, you have people that are trying True. to work toward a better like self. And so that was nice and kind of kept me out of trouble, you mm-hmm. know, like, yeah. hanging out with the wrong people. Is there life supplements? Sorry. Yeah. yeah okay. A, mm-hmm. Supplements and shakes and bars. Mm-hmm. And okay. It's mm-hmm. kind of like an isogenics, I guess. Okay. That t- type right? of thing. Yeah. So okay. it was, yeah, but it's. Uh, Did like, you use any of the products? <laughs> yes. And I, like, so I got this figure. <laughs> no, I no, I didn't. But yeah, so I did that for a while, and then I signed with a boutique agency. And how'd that happen? I just walked into this random Damn. place. I didn't want to go to um, like a really huge one because I'm again. I was still trying to like figure out how to even do this, and mm-hmm. I never looked at myself like a model mm-hmm. or like someone who you know knows what's going on so i like started small and they were cool for like a few years and then you know i signed with like a bigger agency and mm-hmm. whatnot i just wanted i don't know i was scared i think i'm still scared too honestly mm-hmm. to to push myself to be i don't know reach my full potential in in this industry like as others see success and i i don't know so I just went to the small agency. I was like, hey, hey. Uh, here's some like literally like pictures Shout that out. my mom took. Shout out. Out. On the fucking, like, They're like, like, you're wearing floaties. Yeah. <laughs> you're six years old. <laughs> what? Do you have anything that's more recent? <laughs> it was so awkward and weird. But they were like, yeah, like, like we'd love to take you or whatever. And I was like, sure, okay. So then I start going on like auditions. and yeah. When they sign you, what, they just like negotiate a rate. Like, so they're like, hey, we're going to sign you and then we're going to get 10% or something? Yeah, so uh, different agencies, I mean, the standard, I think, is 15 or 20. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, my commercial agent, I think, takes 10. Okay. So um, this one, I think it was 20 is the standard for, like, print stuff. Mm-hmm. They just start sending you on auditions. like, mm-hmm. and, and then you get to these auditions and it's like— uh, it was really intense for me. Like, what do you do with the auditions? It depends on like the gig, but for like print stuff and and in that in that time period when I was first starting, it was very much like e-commerce stuff because mm-hmm. websites are starting to boom and like lookbooks and you know. But you mm-hmm. go to these auditions and and there's just normally a photographer or a um, a client that works for the company and they just take pictures of you and it's kind of like snap, snap, snap. Okay. Okay, bye. Mm -hmm. Next. And it's like you Mm -hmm. have no feedback. You have no, like, explanation as to why you didn't work, you know, for them or anything. So I think when you're, like, for me, I'm already, like, scared and, like, worried. Like, how do I do this, Mm -hmm. right? And then 
as I'm like not getting chosen or, you know, people are passing on me and I'm like, I don't understand, you know, like, but everyone said I should be doing this. Like, why Mm -hmm. isn't this working? Like, I don't get it. And like, I think the more I got comfortable and the more I kind of just like sunk into myself and like who I am, I, you know, things started like picking up for me over time. But there was a really long period where I think like me being scared and not having confidence was being picked up on camera or, you know, by the company or whatever. And so, yeah, that took like a while for me to... You almost have to not give a shit. (laughs) Yeah, you have to, man. Because you're going on, especially you, you're just going on so many go-sees and auditions and castings. It's like, if you get one out of 10, it's Mm -hmm. like, great. And you're getting more now. It's like, you just can't give a damn. Mm -hmm. And just understanding and in retrospect that like a lot of these clients, they, they have someone in mind Mm -hmm. already. They have a look, you know, and, and you're just either it or you're not. And that's not your fault. And you don't need to carry that around with you. Do you you. play the oboe? No. No. It's like, then you're not going to work the job, you Mm -hmm. know, it's like, and just kind of accepting that. And, and I think a lot of people think, oh, well, I'm going to walk in here and I'm going to like, you know, change their minds. And yes, that happens every now and again. But in a lot of, I mean, especially in commercial and like TV work and stuff, you know, they're just trying to find someone who fit this, you know, bullet point list that they already have written out. And that's not always going to be you. So, yeah, just kind of really swallowing that and being like, okay, it is what it is, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for yeah. sure. <laughs> how did you get your confidence then? You know, so if you went from mm-hmm. these not getting the gigs to like kind of not caring, how did you get that confidence? I think it took a lot of like, a lot of soul searching and a lot of like not giving a shit, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. I can't I can't point out any specific like action or like time when I was like, you know what? <laughs> yeah. But you just started doing middle fingers yeah. and everything. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> I did, I did. I remember there's been there have been different times where I literally would just walk away from it and I would be receiving my auditions or whatever and I wouldn't go. And I would just be like, Yeah, what is that? Like, I would just be like, This is just not working, you know? Mm-hmm. This is not working. Maybe this isn't a good fit. And and this is the universe communicating to me. This is not where I'm supposed to be, you know, because I, I'm not moving forward. So there was like a time when I'm that I didn't like continue. And it was kind of on pause. But honestly, when I like go home to Texas or, you know, I, you're driving in LA and you see someone on the street or you you see all these different lifestyles that could be yours, right? And to know that I have an opportunity to create one that's like, you know, out of this world. And, and these opportunities are being sent to me every day in my email, you know, like from mm-hmm. my agent. And it's like, how like... <laughs> petty of me that because I don't get the first things, you know, how petty of me to not try anymore. Like that's that's weak. You know, that's weak of me. That's like, that's just not who I am in other areas of my life. So like, why, like, why would I do that? So I kind of like talk myself into it. I love that. And I still do it today. You know, there are times when I, I mean, I'm so stressed out or whatever. And it's like, or I'll have like six auditions in a day that are literally all across Los Angeles and back. And like, I have to really like talk to myself, like, you know, what are you doing this for? Like, what is your purpose? And understanding that 
that for me, like my purpose isn't to be famous. It's not to be like this supermodel, like that everyone's like obsessed with. Like I intend to like gain a good base and and a lot of good like people that believe in me. And then like I want to like change the world in different ways that I can, you know. And so just knowing that endpoint, it's not for anything that's self-indulgent or anything, you know, but I just have to do this work right now. I just have to like get through this right now. And I can do that all the time. Like all of us can like decide in these moments, you know, that that one thing that we don't want to go do right now, if you just take it like in a small chunk, like I just have one audition right now. I'm not worried about the other five, you know, and just kind of like hammering away at that to-do list in that way. It's like, makes it easier for me to chew. So Mm -hmm. going to like an audition and like, you know, being treated like cattle, it's like, I can put up with that. You know, I know where I'm going. (laughs) I know what my end point is. So like just trying to stay in that. It's so key. It's so key. (laughs) And well, it's hard because we're told, well, don't look too far ahead. Mm. You don't want to like plan and have these expectations. Mm. But then also like that does help in those moments when you're self-sabotaging and you're like, no, Mm -hmm. I don't want to go. I don't want to be there. I'm too tired. Like this job isn't even for me. I'm not even right for this. Why am I going? Mm -hmm. This doesn't pay enough. Or this sounds weird. Like I I, I wouldn't want to travel to you know, Bodunk USA, mm-hmm. like to do this. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? All these thoughts start coming through. And it's interesting. It's like, why are these, why? Yeah. Because it, it happens to me a lot. I'm like, why am I, why am I pushing this away when this is exactly what I want? Exactly. But this is the path like that we're, we've chosen, you know? Mm-hmm. It is, it is interesting. Like why, I don't know, wherever there's good, there's evil, you know, like, I think it's part of the game. And that's what separates successful people from from not. Yeah. Is like giving into those thoughts. Maybe that's why they're there. <laughs> yeah. I it's love so that. So we can like, you yeah. know, all land where we may. But. And I think I loved what you said about like taking anything. This like applies to anyone. Like taking something in small chunks, but also knowing the intention behind it. So your intention is... Maybe not to be, you know, a supermodel, but you have other intentions. So understanding that intention as the driver that drives you to do what you need to do. And although like the everyday isn't like super dreamy, you know, going to auditions isn't super dreamy. It's like, you know why you're doing what you're doing, Mm -hmm. which is like so key. And I think too, like for you and, you know, for, I could imagine like for models and Lori, I remember Lori Mm -hmm. Harder kind of talking about this when we did our interview with her, but seeing like with you, your beauty is like a gift, you know? And I kind of even like try and think about that with myself, you know, like whatever, everyone's beautiful. But like my own attractiveness, what I find attractive is like a gift. And like for me to not own it is like not owning a gift that has been given, Mm -hmm. you know? So like for you, it's almost like you were given this beautiful gift to like give you the platform to like spread the message that you're going to want to spread, Mm -hmm. you know? So right now you have to like do what you have to do to like build that base like you want and then like continue on to like forward your message. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Love that. Yeah. (laughs) Where does that come from? That want to, you know, incite change and, you know, spread that positive energy. Does that start at home or where does that start? I think it starts, I mean, for, well, for me, my uh, background or like with my family is my mom raised me by herself. My mm-hmm. dad's like in and out of my life for addiction and whatnot. And I think just not having 
that positivity all the time, maybe mm. at home, like while, while I was growing up, it really makes me want to be that positivity for other people, you know? And like, just really trying to be opposite of like what I came from. Not saying that my mom doesn't love me. She loves me so much, you know? Mm -hmm. No, for sure. <laughs> or my, you know, my dad doesn't love me. He loves me so much. But I will say that I think I could have had a little bit more nice parenting. And so I think I often like try to be that nice parent in everyone else's lives. And I don't know. I just have this pull to just try and make things easier for other people in like all any way that I can. and. I mean, I think that's something bigger than me that's controlling me. And I'm happy that it's instilled in me <laughs> mm -hmm. because I, I'm happy that there aren't, you know, other evils that kind of have taken control of who I am. But yeah, I think it's just bigger than me. And, and really the universe, I don't know, I was just placed here and with this inside of me to like want to help and like try to put a smile on someone's face as much as possible because maybe like I didn't smile as much as I should have in my past. Yeah. <laughs> Time for that. I love that. Do you have any brothers or sisters? Yeah, I have a um, half-sister. Mm -hmm. uh, her name is Janelle. Mm -hmm. uh, and she has two daughters, uh, Alexis and Chloe. Mm -hmm. And that's like really the unit of my family. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and my nieces are, one of them's 21. So she's kind of like my sister too. Mm -hmm. um, and the other one is in uh, middle school. So Aww. yeah, but just, uh, it's just us girls, you know. Just gals <laughs> ruling the roost. Yeah, <laughs> taking, taking on both male and female roles. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Are they, are they here in LA or are they back in Texas? In Texas, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And what do you Texas. see in them, like, at their age, like, what they're dealing with? Oh, my gosh. I am, like, I remember when my—when I was in college, and, and you know, whenever you're around that age, you're just thinking, like, that you're supposed to change the world right now, and, like, mm -hmm. everything is, uh, you know, in my hands, and I need to, like, like mold everyone and all this stuff. And so I was going through that time uh, when my niece was, like, in high school— and like, I was just so, I remember literally sitting with her eating and like, I started crying because <laughs> I felt like she could be doing like, you know, all these, all these different things and all these opportunities. And like, I just felt like she's like missing out or something. Mm. And like, she was in middle school. Yeah. She was in <laughs> high early high school. Yeah. And like, <laughs> high I mean, school. she's just, I was just looking so far mm. deep into it. And I see myself toward them, like, I've been working on it, but just not imposing myself and like what I'm doing onto them is like so hard for me <laughs> because I'm like, you need, you know, it's hard I'm, not to nag when you just like, it's all from a place of love. love yes. Yeah. It's just that I've been there and, and like I've done it and I know, you know, w what she wants to do actually is like radio stuff. Right. Amazing. Yeah. Okay. So I'm like, okay, so I need you to go research like five of the top people, you know, tell me how they got there. What are they doing? What can you do in their footsteps? Like, I'm just, I'm a pusher. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I'm a pusher. And so, like, I see, I see them just doing them. And I need to let that be enough. You know what mm. I mean? Well, it's also hard because you wanted that when you were their age. Mm -hmm. So I feel mm -hmm. the same way. Like looking at my siblings, I'm like, yes. I wish mom and dad, I mean, I have amazing parents, but yeah. I wish they would have made me stick with 
piano or yeah. whatever it is. It's just, mm-hmm. yeah. It's like, yeah, we like we kind of, the things that we didn't get, I think we might like push mm-hmm. even more. And so like with um, with them, I see them kind of, you know, like whenever Lexi started getting into makeup and, you know, the clothes and like, I constantly try to just tell her like that there's more to life than that. And I remember yeah. having like a really serious conversation with her about when Instagram like was in, you know, first coming up and there's all these like Instagram models and like, you know, all these followers are so important and like all of this stuff. And I, I had a conversation with her like, like, Lexi, I know all of these girls that you just pointed out to me that you think are beautiful and that are, like, literally, like, ruling the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, like, that is not reality, you know? That is not—this is—what is being portrayed to you is not is not true. And I really try to get them to understand that, honestly, how we live our lives daily is is something that should be honored, you know? Not, not a selfie, <laughs> Mm-hmm. And not because I did my eyebrows perfectly today. Like that shouldn't be what goes viral. You know, what goes what goes viral about you should be your character and how you're treating other people and like how you're living your life. And and I just feel like there's such a confusion with our youth, you know, in in putting so much value on into this like facade. And so I I just try to remind them as much as I can, you know, like <laughs> I, they think of me as like, I think they think of me as kind of like a little odd, if that makes <laughs> sense, because, <laughs> because it's like most, most girls do like, you know, like they do like care about like their following 100%. and stuff yeah. and, and like they do really put a lot of emphasis on that. And I have like a little, a little following, a little cushion, you know, and I think they think like that I'm, I'm supposed to be on that train with all these other girls. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm like, that's not who I am, <laughs> you know, and you don't have to be that either. You know, mm-hmm. you don't have to be someone that's only, um, that only cares about those things. So I, I don't even know if I answer your question. Yeah. I just feel no, like I'm rambling. Yeah. That wasn't beautiful. <laughs> yeah. What should go viral is your well, character. It's so, it's so important. I mean, especially for girls mm-hmm. to have. And you might feel like you're nagging, but they're going to remember those conversations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I try to like, I mean, and I and I definitely don't speak with them as much as I should. You know, I I can do better in my relationships as well. But when I do speak, I hope that I'm only saying saying those important things. That's what matters, you know, that I'm not just being crazy and a bad example. Because mm. <laughs> you could get caught up. You can. So when you're, t- when you, t- and when you say to them, like, I know all those girls, you know, that you're looking at the Instagram models, like, I know the behind the scenes, like, what does that entail? Like, what, what do you know that goes on that's like the part of the facade? In LA, like, obviously everyone here is going to have like a huge following because we're all like in entertainment, Mm -hmm. you know? So naturally like my niece who's in Texas, you know, sees all these girls that are like jaw droppingly beautiful. And yes, maybe they are physically beautiful, but I, I know a few of them that are like, you know, physically beautiful. And then when they're done taking that picture are just fucked up like as far as character as far as how they're treating other people and addressing others and like I see that I see them interacting on the daily you know and who they who they really are and not that like photograph Mm -hmm. and like that to me is like what 
is what bothers me, I guess, or like, yeah. or like gets under my skin because there are so many people that are doing amazing things and amazing work and no one cares, you know, no one, no one cares on the internet. Yeah. And it's very backwards to me. And I'm not saying that I am like perfect. I have, I do so much like bad things, <laughs> so many bad things, <laughs> but like, and I'm not like trying to point out anyone and, and say, you know, and put them down. Mm-hmm. But I just thought it was important for her to know mm-hmm. that she is praising someone that she doesn't know, you know, and, and that's dangerous, you know, and you should try your best to maybe get to know someone mm-hmm. or these girls with all this following before you think that they're beautiful and think that like they can do no wrong and that, you know, everything they're doing is like perfect. That's like, it's dangerous, <laughs> especially when you're in your formative years, yeah, you course. know? So I just, yeah. So I just see people, I don't know, just honestly, whenever you're rude to someone and like being, I like being extra. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> Being extra. Yeah, I recently like, added extra to my <laughs> yes. yes, it's like unnecessary actions. Like it's just that's not what life is about. Mm. And and a lot of people here, I feel like that is that is their focus is like extra, only on themselves. Extra. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so do those people work? Like when they're assholes, they still get work. Yeah, but I mean, I'm a firm believer in like karma. Yeah. And I'm a firm believer that wherever they are, I mean, if you are somewhere and you're like acting out negatively, mm-hmm. like there is no way that you'll be able to maintain where you are no or way. or go forward. <laughs> something will happen. Something will come back to you. And, and you will be people who are really important along the way that mm-hmm. are not going to tolerate that behavior exactly. 100% will tell everybody. Exactly. And yeah, maybe they'll still work, but mm-hmm. reputation is also kind of everything. Mm-hmm. If they hear that you're terrible to work with, they probably won't work with you. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And 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 too, like as far as like just working and, and doing different things in different environments, people like people who are nice and are good people, you know, truly at at their core. And when you're mistreating someone or you're like mouthing off or you're, you know, I don't know, doing any, anything that's just not polite or nice. It's like that, that is seen, you know, and like that is remembered about you. And the next time they have an opportunity for a job, that could be for you, maybe they're going to like pick someone else. And it's like that, that should be enough uh, motivation to be a good person. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how, but yeah. a lot of people are, it, I mean, I, I don't have that much confidence, but some people have like so much confidence, totally. you know, like overconfident and, and they feel like they can do anything, mm-hmm. you know, and that they can't be touched and, you know, but life will eventually teach them that that is not the truth. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's actually shocking when it does it's shocking in the moment and I don't know why it is, but it's just shocking because whenever I've been like on a job because I'm like just kind of getting my feet and starting like to roll, mm-hmm. I'm just like so in awe. I'm like, oh, this is nice. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it hasn't become, I'm not like jaded yet. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, if anyone's complaining, I'm like super sensitive to it and yeah. I just cannot yeah. believe 
that like you have been given the opportunity to be somewhere to to share your talent. Someone like entrusted in you to share your talent mm-hmm. and be present and represent a brand or art or whatever it is. And it's just like the goal yes. to like, I don't even know, like sabotage that moment mm-hmm. and and be disingenuous and... Mm-hmm. And unkind. I don't know. It always blows my mind. Right? It's crazy. Like, it's it's almost like you literally auditioned for this or went to the casting or whatnot. Yeah, there's and a lot of things gonna, that had to happen to y- get you there yeah. and you made the choice. And then you're going to show up and be like upset that like your favorite food isn't there. Mm. You know, the photographer isn't moving fast enough for you. You don't like your hair and makeup. Like, you know, it's just like there's just so many different little things. Mm. I I don't think that I've ever seen anything that's just like absolutely like absurd, Mm -hmm. you know, and maybe I have and I just forgot because I don't even like be super in it. Mm -hmm. But like for me, just just people just not being having that gratitude, Mm -hmm. you know, 100% through and through is like kind of nuts to me. (laughs) It's funny that like almost I often think like being insecure makes you so much more like grateful and likable sometimes. Mm, Do you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, I feel like I'm secure. Like, I love myself, whatever. But, like, there also is something to, like, my insecurity that, like, and yours as well, that, like, makes people feel comfortable and makes you a little bit more grateful. Mm -hmm. I think it keeps you grounded, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So there's, like, something nice about it. Yeah. You know? Because mm-hmm. it's human. Yeah. And you can, like, connect. Yeah. Human. yeah. You know what I mean? We all feel it. You yeah. Know? It's in there. but And it's, like, I feel like when when you are a little bit more insecure it's almost like you're you're i mean for me at least i feel like okay to show that and share that with other people yeah. cuz i know it's in them too and i'm not afraid of that you mm-hmm. know but i feel like yeah maybe some people insecurity comes out of them differently yeah that's true you know and yeah, that, and true. that can cause acting out on set yeah should we talk about ANTM? Oh, yeah, we can. Wait, what? ANTM. <laughs> What's that? America's Next Top Model. Oh. <laughs> we were all rooting for you. <laughs> so, oh, I never used the uh, acronym. Oh, ANTM. Yeah. Jesus Christ. How did, did I? A- how did America's Next Top Model happen? So, ANTM from I, now on. Yeah, right. I know. Uh, okay, so I like... I was working out at the gym, and this lady had just, like, finished her salsa class. And I was literally in a plank, like, in that little workout room with the mirrors. And this lady, like, walks up to me and is like, hey. Um, do you model? And I was like, uh, yeah. And she was like, have you ever heard of ANTM? She said ANTM. used the acronym. And I said. Industry. It's an industry thing. No. I don't know what you're talking about. And then she's like, America's Next Top Model. And I was like, oh, yeah, of course I've heard of that. And then she's like, okay, well, I'm like a senior casting director for it. And I would love for you to like try out. And I was like, okay. And like, I don't know, at this moment. I was not thinking about, like, what that meant. You know, I I think I honestly, I really approached that entire situation Mm -hmm. as another gig. Mm -hmm. You know, I constantly am doing jobs. I'm like this, that, wherever. Like, nothing is like like some monumental thing, you know? It's just kind of like another gig. And so I followed through with it. 
and like went to the audition or like turned in the like booklet of paperwork, which is like actually like the novel, not a booklet. What do you have to like write? You have to sign your entire life away. Wow. <laughs> do you have to like talk about your history and stuff? Yes. Everything. 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 Because in, it's reality TV. In they their position, know. yeah, too, you, they need to know, like, is she a liability because she has some sort of history or, like, you know, they mm -hmm. need to know it all. Yeah. And they even, like, I don't even know. See, and then here's the other thing. Like, am I going to be sued for, like, talking about what happens, like, to get there? I don't even know. No. It's, like, mm -hmm. just all kinds of stuff. So then, yeah, I actually, like, made it onto the show, which was also just really weird for me because— Again, I did not, like, really think about what I was doing and, like, getting myself into. And I very much was just focused on, like, making it, mm -hmm. you know? It's almost like, just like any other job, I'm like, okay, you know, the audition process mm -hmm. and then booking and then you actually, like, you know, the shoot the— mm -hmm. Yeah, shoot the job. And so I didn't think about what reality TV meant— as far as like shoot the job, which is like 24 seven cameras and like totally all kinds of stuff. I mean, and it was not about modeling. Um, Like what the show has grown into is like more about the drama and the uh -huh. reality and, and all of that stuff. I had a crazy time on it and I, I really like am happy that I did it. I think it's a part of my like journey and mm -hmm. everything. But I, I honestly found that for me personally, that wasn't like a direction that I necessarily like wanted to go in. And it was such a huge learning point for me and, and a really like pivotal time. Like after I, I finished that show, I, I feel like I walked away knowing like, what do I want to do? And I'm asking myself, like, what is my purpose in this industry? Because it's not fame. And I just learned that. Mm, like, that's I, interesting. I, yeah. I didn't know before, you know? And 100. it's like, like be, going through that experience and seeing other people in that experience and, and even watching that experience on TV, like looking at yourself. What felt icky about it? Because I know there's a lot of positive, but what felt yeah, icky? Yeah, it was like for that show and for their ratings and for its livelihood, they, they feed off of like drama. Drama, yeah. You know, and, and for me, I'm like, so not about that. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm just not, like, down to create drama unless it's, like, very, you know, for a, uh, a different kind of, like, TV show that's, like, scripted and you, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, and you audition for that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, like, I am not the girl that's, like, ready to, what like— What did you say about me? Yes, yeah. yeah. I it to my face. can't do it. Yeah. And I— and Would they ask I, you to do it? So, I don't know if you can they, they, it's not that they would ask you to do it, but they— like, did you hear what they, Sonia said they about you? They very much would egg things on, yeah. you know? And, and That's if, known about reality TV. Yeah. yeah, and if I was and if I was a producer and that was, like, my end goal, of course I'd be doing that, too, you know? It's like I, I understand where they are coming from. Mm, I do right. understand their motives, you know, and that is their job. And it's like, but for me, I was just kind of like— I, I really turned into myself and just found that I'm not, I'm this is not a good fit for me. But for others, they flourish in this environment. You know, they just come alive. And people that don't talk off camera when they get in front of camera, they just like light up, you know, and like mm -hmm. can get into it. And it's like just really like learning all these different types 
of entertainment, you know, and, and what works for you and what is, yeah, what is your calling in this industry? And two, they gave me like this psychotic makeover. I don't know if you guys ever no, even saw that. Wait, shut up. I haven't seen you that. You guys. Wait, wait, what did they do to you? Yes. yes. Please pull the hawk, y'all. Oh my God. Wait. So. Describe it and then they shave your head. Yes. <laughs> so. Did they shave your head? No. I wish. Uh-huh. You know what? Shave my head. Wish. I love you. Would have been better <laughs> than what happened to me. No. Um. So Tyra decided that I should have like this ice Fuck, Tyra decided ice like princess look and I'm like I'm down for anything I mean I've had my hair every color in the book you know chopped it off this that I'm like let's let's go like whatever and I got like this very my reference picture was one of Lady Gaga's like perfume ads okay and I'm like okay you know me and Lady Gaga don't really know what our looks have in common <laughs> zero zero percent okay and also a Donatella Versace so this long straight Wait, platinum sh- hair find it Krista I'm fine. I, got, I got it girl actually second pick guys <laughs> and I <laughs> and I didn't have long I didn't what have is that. Wait, long. who are you? Stop it. Yes. Hold on. I'm just real confused. <laughs> yeah. Why you would take your hair. Because you have and guys ma- and make you like Kari a- has hands down the most gorgeous hair gorgeous, on planet like, Earth. What'd you say? Finger curls. Like it's just amazing. It's so you. Like they made you like Donatella Versace vibes. Literally. Donatella Versace. It, it, it aged you. It, I and I felt. I didn't recognize myself yeah. Wait, at all. They dyed your eyebrows. Dyed my eyebrows. That eye- was like a serious weave. Like bleached in my for eyebrows a and tracks like Let me yeah, see. weave all the way down. Like, Wait, it was, it was, that was like my first real weave in addition. Like I'm mixed. They and made I've you had like a like, white, yeah. you know, like extensions a- and stuff. But yeah, I never had a full head of weave. And it's like. I already have like a big head mm-hmm. and I felt like when the process of putting in a weave is you have to cornrow your whole yeah. head and then you sew on these tracks and my head like grew like three or four inches in addition to my big head. And I and then it's like the coloring did not look right on my skin and you know, it I was agree. a whole yeah. thing. And I actually was on like Refinery29 as one of the, the worst uh, makeovers of all time and it was like my face was the cover story of it. So Shut I was up. happy to have people like, like see the before and after and, and see that it was. And everyone's comment was like, you ruined her. And I felt oh, so God. much better for not being able to own that look. What so, did they say? What did, what did the judges say they were just saying like you're you know if you if you want to be in the modeling industry you have to be able to like wear whatever is put on you and be and have confidence uh no matter what outfit you're in or like whatever you're looking like and I was like yes I understand that but it's like this is not a single job this, it's also not, this look would never be your decision it would be someone else's vision it's kind of their fault yeah and like it's I mean? not a and look you'd carry at, to every gig yes it's not something like it's because normally in a shoot I, I wouldn't mind wearing that for a, a shoot, shoot and yeah. working you know working yeah. it out whatever and then taking it out and yeah. going back to who I am but to be in this kind of costume for like three months shooting is a whole other thing. Yeah. Wait, so you had to keep that in? Yeah. Wait, shut up. Yeah. And like, it was, oh my gosh, it was, it was really rough for me, man. I, I mean, 
that day was when my yeah. whole my confidence just like really plummeted. Uh, and so I just I wasn't able to even if I you know before already didn't want to be a part of the drama yeah. or what have you. Now I really wasn't talking. I was like a mute. Aww. I was not interested in participating like anything. And then whenever you you know, are not contributing to the show, then you're going to be eliminated. So true. So I was like, after my makeover thing, I think it was like three more shows or something or four, I can't remember. And then I was like out of there. And I had already had my bags packed before I was even eliminated because I knew that I was going home and I was ready. Yes, I had them packed and I went back to the house, literally picked up my two suitcases and rolled out of there. I was like, like, you like ripped out your tracks. Yes. And then, but the way that the show was set up at this time, you had to keep it because even after you're eliminated, you still have to shoot each week for, because they would post the pictures online and people would vote. So if you got eliminated, it didn't matter because you had to still stay and shoot and do everything. So on the internet, they couldn't tell who got eliminated and everyone could still be voting, if that makes sense. Okay. So, so, so you shot were like, like a few months before or a month before, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. So they, okay. Yes. So you're living in like prison. Yeah. And then we have, you, and then you have to stay at like a hotel. So I really didn't go home. When you go home, you don't go home. You're like still there for right. like the remainder of the time. You're just not on camera, which is like... That was nice for me, but I still had to have that, like, look. look. And it was crazy. <laughs> oh, I can't believe the look. And, I like, know, you're so, right? like, I love that your hair accentuates. It's, like, like that you are mixed and that your skin is so beautiful. <laughs> it's, like, they made you, like, a tan, blonde, long-haired like girl. Donatella. Yes. Yeah. And I felt, yeah. and I felt like I just looked... I don't even know. Like, it's crazy what some eyebrow bleach will do. Yes. You know what I mean? And I have like a strong like face. Yeah. You know, like I have a very like. Yeah. I just thought, I think it's rude. I feel like if <laughs> yeah, someone, rude. if someone like would have thought that out a little bit better, <laughs> you would have won the whole damn thing. Not that you care, but I it's like, like, you know what yeah. I mean? Why would they do, I guess it's for the show. It's a show. Why would they do makeovers at the beginning? It's like when you're a mm-hmm. model, every fucking day is a makeover. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let me just be me and then get makeovers the, every for show. Each shoot. Yeah. Like I'm becoming a mermaid caught in a net Yeah, for every episode. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? I'm becoming an alien that just landed on Mars. Like what? They're I mean, crazy things. So like, just let me be. Yeah. No, but it's for, I mean, honestly, like, like for ratings and for. Yeah. yeah. Did you learn anything about modeling? Hell no. Damn, yeah. girl. <laughs> yeah, literally. That is like what I was like, come on. Confused. Like, and, this, and that's what I, what I mean by I did not think about what I was getting myself into beforehand because I didn't watch the show in like 10 years just like everyone else. You know, we hadn't—no one was like checking up on ANTM. Like, yeah. I didn't know. I had no idea. And then when I was there, I was like, what the fuck did I do? Totally. <laughs> And then, too, honestly, that is the thing that sticks with you the most because it is, like, worldwide. You know, it's played everywhere. And it's probably playing right now in, like, Indonesia, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's, like, that is, like, a really big, like, stamp on your head. So I'm just happy that I kind of— I didn't um, get outside myself. Yeah, you were you. Did yeah. it give you jobs, like more jobs now? Do you think it helped you? I think it helps with exposure. Yeah. Yeah. And like what little social media following I have, like it helps with that, mm-hmm. you know? And I, like I said, I don't really like regret it. 
I just, I wouldn't do it again for me personally. But I've had other friends, you know, that went on the show after me and I, you know, told them what's up and they like blossomed, you know, mm-hmm. doing that because it's a good fit for them. I'm, it's just not a good fit for me personally. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing, you know, I'm not saying anything bad about it, but for certain people, it can be like amazing, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> what do you think you learned? Like, did you learn to model by just doing? And yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Just constantly being on set. And I'm very, like, very hard on myself and very, like, I analyze a lot of things. So anytime I would get pictures back, I would just be analyzing, like, down to the T. You know, what's working, what doesn't? What's my mm-hmm. angle? When I wear something like this, does that look good on me? No, that didn't. And just memorizing that and knowing that. And, yeah. like, that's how you become, like, a good model, in my opinion. So it's, Yeah, yeah it's like, just, just knowing what works for you and what doesn't. And, and not everything is going to work. Like, I know, like, I don't look good in a certain kind of thing, you know? And if I'm getting dressed or something with, you know, a, a stylist, I'm I'm able to tell them, you know, like this works on me, that doesn't, you know? Or if I'm shooting with a photographer and I already know which direction to turn because I know, you know, what looks best on me. And yeah, it's just all about trial and error. Mm-hmm. <laughs> trial and error. Yeah, I was going to say like to get to the service stuff. What makes, like, how do you take good pictures? But I think that answers the question. It's just, like, trial and error. Yeah, and just to, for for basics, Mm -hmm. knowing where your light is is the number one, like, rule. So, because sometimes I think, like, even when you're taking an iPhone photo with your friends, where is the sun? Like, don't Mm -hmm. put it behind you because your your face is not going to be lit. You know, Mm -hmm. you need to turn around and just little Mm -hmm. things like that. And, and knowing where the camera is taking the photo from. If it's shooting from your feet versus, like, from a ladder, mm-hmm. what is your body looking like coming from, you know, that angle? So you know with your friends to... on ladders, I think I love you. <laughs> that You obviously not, but if yeah. anyone's listening on ladders, Heck yes. that's fucking uh, rad. <laughs> yes. I wish I had a ladder. That'd be yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so just, I don't know, little things like that. There are, like, little keys here and there. But for the most part, everyone is different, you mm-hmm. know. And my right side looks good, but somebody's left side may look better. And you just have to figure that out on your on your own jobs and all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, it takes— it. it- it makes their job easier too, so mm-hmm. that's why you're so desirable to be mm-hmm. to be on set. You know, because mm-hmm. when you know what you're doing, it just makes their it could cut the time in half. Yeah, it could make it a really pleasant experience, and that's kind of what they're after. You know, trying yeah. this money and mm-hmm. but that's with anything. I think if you're just really present when you are are working on something, and you're able to you know realize what works, what doesn't, and all of that, mm-hmm. then. I mean, it's inevitable that you're going to be successful. Exactly. Yeah. It's just like putting, you just have to care, you know? Yeah. And and I think with modeling, like a lot of girls, it's like a lot of girls just want to take pictures maybe, you know? And it's like, that's not, that's not what's going to make you good. What's going to make you good is, is taking that time to figure out like what is really working for me and what's not. And like, how can I better myself? You know, it's like so much more than than just like snapping a photo. 
and I don't know, getting your makeup done and getting your hair Mm -hmm. done. It's hard sometimes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It is rough. What's hard about it? Just the long hours or, you know, traveling to wherever. And um, I know it sounds like it sounds petty, but like when you're on sets all the time, you don't really get like your choice of food all the time. Mm -hmm. You you, you kind of and I'm not always going to like pack lunch and like. There's little things, and then when you're shooting, especially, like, commercials and stuff, you know, you you can't be loud or, you know, a lot of people changing your clothes for you and poking at you. Mm. And, and, you know, you trying to, like, deliver something the best you can, and then that might not be what's needed then, and then you have to change it, you know, and continually doing that same thing over and Mm. over and over again. It's like it does get, like, a little— I don't know, just a little... It's tedious. Yeah, tedious. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For it to really be perfect. I know, like, I shoot for Adidas all the time, Mm -hmm. and it's like, I can't tell you how many times I had to run up that, like, set of stairs. (laughs) It's like 20 times for one shot that they may not even use. Yeah. You know, or never saw it. Like, don't know where it went. Like, but it's... a. And then when you're shooting that for three days, you know, and, and all of that for, like, one shot, it's like, it can get... You know, it's it can get a little bit heavy sometimes, but it goes mm. back to that thing like that you have to stay focused and you have to know your endpoint and you have to take it in small chunks, and and don't look at it like oh my god I have a three day shoot like mm-hmm. right now, you know just look at it like okay what shot are we trying to execute let's execute that and it's also tough I think working with different personalities because mm-hmm. you think that everyone in a professional setting will be professional and they're not. No. So you being so professional, I, I would think it's hard. You must be really sensitive to when someone's poking you and saying like, oh man, this doesn't look good on her. Okay, next one. Like, not yeah. that anything doesn't look good on you, yeah. but, um, yeah. but you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, I think, I think they're kind of in their zone. So they, mm-hmm. they, tr- they might treat you as just a body. Yeah, exactly. Because, and yeah, when you're a stylist or, you know, whatever, that's what you are, you know, to them and from their point of view. And and to the director, you're one piece of a big puzzle, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's like all they're worried about is like getting that piece to do the right thing in their vision. And so there's kind of like maybe a a little bit of miscommunication at times, you know, because everyone's focusing on their job and doing it the best, which is like awesome. But there is this kind of like, there are moments where if a director's really frustrated and like not getting what they want, and it may not even be you, it could be that the lighting is not, you know, right, but where they will be upset. You know, and just knowing like that, again, it's not it's not anything that you're doing as long as you're trying your best and just like really remembering that and trying to carry that to all the shoots and all the jobs. So, yeah, <laughs> it's hard. Yeah. It's I can, ima- I mean, I can imagine that's really right? difficult. Yeah. Yeah, still though. But just, uh, and I feel like a lot of times, uh, really famous people, right, that are doing this all the time and then they snap for whatever reason. It's like no one knows all of the totally. stuff that's going on. I've been thinking a lot about Britney lately mm-hmm. and Britney's meltdown. And mm-hmm. I just like feel for her. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Everybody's 100%. meltdown. I'm like, Lindsay's, Britney's, mm-hmm. I just feel for you. My, yeah. Miley's, Amanda mm-hmm. Bynes. Mm-hmm. Like, 
Yeah, because there there is like it's so much more than you know just that TV show that they're shooting. So it's much, so deep, and the people the around f- you who are mm-hmm. taking advantage of yes. you, who mm-hmm. are manipulating you, yes. who are feeding you probably lies. Probably. You can't leave yeah. your house. Like your family is like treating you differently. Mm-hmm. They're probably asking for money. Mm-hmm. Like you can't do anything that you used to do. Like. Yeah. You're getting death threats. You're getting love letters. Like, it's crazy. all over the place. And, all over. And, but the public only sees the TV show yeah. and the publicized breakdown. Yeah. They don't know, like, all that stuff that's going on behind behind the scenes, you know? Yep. So, I don't know. It is, It is. I hope that people can, I don't know, think about that more often. Yeah. And, and, and have a little bit more understanding for others when they do snap. <laughs> Yeah, totally. I actually wanted to talk about really quickly. Mm -hmm. I don't know who I was talking about this with, but do you guys remember when Britney, do you know talking about you Mm -hmm. this with you? Okay. Do you remember when Britney Spears was big and Christina Aguilera was big and Jessica Simpson was big? It was like all those girls. Mm -hmm. And the interviewers would ask them if they were virgins or not. Isn't that fucking crazy? Fucking crazy. That is literally what they have to do. What they have to do. And it was known that Jessica Simpson was a virgin. Everyone said just Jay Simpson's a virgin. Joe Simpson. Because her father is, a pre- what is he, a preacher? Because her father was a preacher and wanted to fuck her. <laughs> and then it was like, Britney didn't answer. And Britney was like the bad girl and like blah, blah, blah. Like how fucking creepy. Right. And like creepy. Just, and and just thinking like having this pressure to answer the question correctly, you know, and, and what is correct, you know, what telling the truth or lying. Yep. We're just saying, why would you ask me that question? Yeah. Yeah. Like what do you But if you but if you say that, then you're a bitch. Yeah. Because because so you're true. not yep. you're not giving an answer. And it's yep. like you're being snooty. It's like everything is a like mind game. Everything. When you're, you're in the so public young. eye. Like, yeah. And it's like you're bad if you have had sex and right. you're good if you haven't like mm-hmm. what is that yeah it's crazy and like why do we know like that is not okay for us to know yeah that is actually like not okay for the public to be asking someone and for the public to know no it's not about a young girl that's like so creepy but that guy would have like been fired if he didn't ask that question 100 percent. that you was know? like during the time Isn't too. that crazy? was like a time of that thank god like i don't uh, think, think they're talking done. about it anymore yeah, yeah i don't I think feel like maybe he'd anymore. be fired if he did ask that yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. On, on my season they tried to do that to someone because oh, there, was a, vir- a there was a virgin on our but that? get this they asked the novel that they had to write that's the bachelorette girl's that virgin the wrong girl shut up so they knew someone was a virgin and they and I don't I guess they didn't look at their paperwork correctly and like they asked the girl that actually wasn't a virgin if she was a virgin and the virgin was actually like not like We'd standing stop. there and it was like the girl's like what <laughs> she's like uh no I'm not a virgin like why the fuck are you asking me that it was like so weird and it backfired and it was like oh my god oh that's Lord. amazing oh it's so stupid that's with that bachelorette girl that's a virgin that becca Oh, okay. Oh. She's whatever. She's oh, on The Bachelorette and she's been on a few 
or bachelor, I don't know, whatever, they're on the girls. She, on, I don't she's know. a contestant. She's one oh, of the okay, contestants, okay. and she was on twice. She came back for oh. last season with Benz, and she was a virgin, and that was, like, her storyline was they're being like, the you virgin. you gotta get fucked. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, literally, like, she's like, I'm waiting for the perfect guy. Maybe this fantasy suite will be my time. Oh, my gosh. Oh, it's so weird. Poor thing. But then they also, going back it's to crazy. Brittany, like, you were showing me that picture of her with the boobs when she got her boob job. Yes. It's like, and then everyone reports on that, and it's like. Oh, my God. <laughs> Do we have to? Poor thing. Poor fucking thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was a crazy boob job. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys remember <laughs> Pink Tube Top Nickelodeon? Catch Choice Awards? Yeah. Love her. Yeah, it's crazy. I loved that movie, Crossroads. Oh my god, yeah, same. I had my first kiss in Crossroads. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Uh-huh. That's Who awesome. was it? Mike Chapman. Uh, he burped in my mouth. Oh, Mike oh my Chapman. God. Mike, Mike is, Chapman. Mike bit me on the lip and it was bleeding. <laughs> like, what the fuck? And he tried to get up. Okay, so, sorry. He tried to get up. I didn't Did have Did he have a boner so he couldn't get up? No. So we were front oh. row of the movie theater. We're in the center next to each other. And then to my side are four of my friends. To his side are four of his friends. And this mm. is after I got my... Uh, haircut to play Peter Pan so I looked um, like a lesbian uh, but I told him I was going to look like Mary-Kate and Ashley like the Olsen twins when they had the flip yeah <laughs> I didn't and um, so I showed up I like tried to look cute and I think he was shocked but he like tried to be polite and I sat next to him and I had this like wrap sweater on yeah and like the hard the hard yes. um, strapless bra where it's like <laughs> if you just like let it fall it's it's like two like ice cream scoop mountains, yeah. like, and my boobs were not that big at all. And he was like trying to get up my shirt and like trying to fight through this, like where the tie was. Yeah. And I was just like letting it happen. I was just like watching him. I was like, so you, like are laying body. like slouched so vertical so you can yeah, get up. Really. You're like, and then like he started making. It. I was like, okay, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. You know, when like you've never done like a certain thing yes. and then it happens, you're like outside of your body observing yourself, and you're like, it's happening. And I'm like, I was so in love with him. You know what I mean? Yeah. We talked on AIM for hours. Then he, we made out and he burped in my mouth. And then afterwards, I never saw him again. He never talked to me again. No way. At school? Yeah, or? it was actually devastating. No, I went to an all-girls school. He was embarrassed. Oh he was an asshole. He was scared, embarrassed. He was, I don't even know. No, not about the burp. He's my hair. My hair. I, I, oh, that's yeah. why. I've seen because he burped in your mouth. Yeah, I thought oh, it was kind oh, of a Oh, he burp. didn't give a fuck. He <laughs> was almost like proud of it. He like laughed a little bit. I was like, sweet. It sweet. was disgusting. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's what sucks about that age is guys that's like can burp in your mouth. And they're like, yeah, I just burped in her mouth. And you're like, <laughs> And you as a girl like, oh, stop. Literally. Burped in my mouth. <laughs> you know, your girlfriend's you're like, so burped in my mouth. <laughs> Literally, I probably like texted a girlfriend and was like, yeah, he burped in my mouth. He, he. Like, so how? Uh-huh. And then like. Tasted like Coca-Cola. You get a haircut and you're like. Literally. Banned. Yeah, anyway. Sorry, Kari. The worst age. No. The I worst. I made it. fun of for everything. The worst. Anyway. I hated that age. <laughs> I was just so awkward. Mm-hmm. Just as hard. I feel like everyone was like making fun of everyone. Mm-hmm. What was your awkward stage? Did you have one? I don't think I've exited the awkward stage. I love you. <laughs> I love you. Did people like make fun been. of you for anything? Yeah, honestly. Um, too, I think with this too type skinny. of beauty too, yeah, I, I honestly think there is a time when people are just like, like you're an alien. Oh 100%. yeah, people like still uh, refer to me as like weird looking, and I'm I'm very oh, much like 
we into do. that. Yeah, I love Just that. different people. And Tyra's comments. I'm an alien. I am weird. Damn. Like, that kind of thing. But I, I, I honestly got made fun of for being, like, too skinny. Mm-hmm. I was going to say too skinny. Yeah. When I was in, um, like, middle school and high school, I was just yeah. like, I can't gain weight with my life. I've tried like super hard mm. to gain weight. And the mm. only way that I do is if I build muscle, you know, and that's can only go so far. And like in the, like in middle school, like sixth grade, seventh grade, I wasn't doing anything to try and be skinny. You know, yeah. I was just being whatever, a middle schooler. And like people would really like pick at me for being, I was tiny, I was. But it, but again, like it wasn't intentional. And I, yeah, got made fun of a no. lot for that. Yeah. And I think that became an insecurity for me because all the women in, in my family are like full figured, you know, like black huh. women, like really? beautiful, yeah. you know, and I'm never that. I'm the like skinny one <laughs> that can't fill out a dress. And yeah. so I think that, that for me growing up, being skinny has always been like a battle for me. I'm, right now, I'm like, I'm pretty tiny um, compared to like when I was in track. Mm. So I've been working on just kind of accepting like, this is like how I am and that's mm. okay, you know, and yeah. really like believing that. But yeah, I, I also feel like a lot of a lot of girls often get made of for the opposite, you know, like being too heavy. Yeah. But like, no one really thinks about like the girls that are getting made fun made fun of because they're like tiny because yeah. they're not trying to do that either. You know, 100%. a lot of uh, like there are like some, you know, eating disorders and whatnot. But for me, um, yeah, I just like can't gain weight. It's just not my body type. And like, I feel like I shouldn't have to endure like people's comments and opinions about that. Mm-hmm. And totally. yeah, it's like a weird, it's a weird, weird thing that I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's almost like your, it's like your opinion doesn't count. It's like, yeah, whatever, you're skinny. Like, yeah, whatever. exactly. It's it's constantly yeah, like, it's like look, how you would know. Looked, yeah, and, and everyone's like, oh, I'd love to have that problem. You know, yeah. it's like, no. You don't know. Yeah, you don't know because like you're not experiencing it. And like, I think that... I, especially now, like, since, like, the Kim K body type is, like, super in, mm-hmm. you know? Like, a, a lot of girls don't feel like they're beautiful if you don't have, like, a fat ass and tits. 100%. And it's, like, and, and it's just, like, it's really, like, like it's really sickening. And I I don't know. Not saying that, that having that body type is—that body type is fucking bomb, you know? If mm-hmm. that's how I think, you know, you are naturally, like, that's fucking awesome. But don't hurt yourself trying to get there because mm-hmm. that's not you, yeah. you know? And that's not, like, who you were designed to be. Like, I don't know. I know. I would, like, some people—there's, like, an argument that, was, like, Kim K's made it easier for, like, curvy women. I feel like it's been harder. Like, that yeah. body is, like— Well, it's just—it's so— to an extent now, it's just not natural. It's 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 done really well, but it's not natural and it's yeah. really hard mm-hmm. to attain. It's really yeah. hard to attain mm-hmm. that tiny, tiny waist mm-hmm. and that big butt. Yeah. And those big boobs and the skinny arms mm-hmm. and like to mm-hmm. have that all that proportion, proportion yeah. is actually near impossible unless you're getting all mm-hmm. the work. Which yeah. is fine if you can afford it and want to do that, fine. But mm-hmm. but like you said, these girls are, you know using all of their money and their savings to get mm-hmm. this body mm-hmm. in a way that it's not the healthiest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And totally. and too like all these girls in in uh, high school that aren't, you know, maybe fully developed yet and like they don't think that they are like looking as attractive as they can, you know? Yeah. And it's like it's already just really messing with their mental and like their future. 
And I don't know. It, it's this weird skinny girl thing. <laughs> like, Hell yeah. <laughs> that totally. I think it's overlooked a lot, honestly. I completely agree. I, I think that it does get overlooked. It's not, there's not that many, but, you know, we're, we're out there. Yeah. <laughs> skinny girls unite. We <laughs> should have a little meeting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, she man. Skinny club. Yes. <laughs> okay. So I guess eating and diet, like mm. I just wanted to get the surface questions really quick. Yeah. So eating and diet, do you like, how? how's your eating and diet? My eating and diet, when I was in track and stuff, I was kind of like just eating everything. Yeah. Especially because I was just burning so many calories that mm-hmm. it's like you, you just like eat everything. Um, and then when I stopped running, I kind of had to learn how to what's healthy for me now because I'm not like working out at such a high level mm-hmm. yeah. like I went through um a phase where I was like trying all the diets mm-hmm. like paleo vegan mm-hmm. like whatever but I honestly right now I've landed at I'm mostly pescatarian but once a month I eat a umami burger because it's fucking delicious yeah. you know mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like, I I I've tried like every diet and whatnot but I always like, I always end up falling off of it because it's just not natural and I can't push myself, especially when I'm so busy, mm-hmm. to stick to some like crazy restriction. So for me personally, I I just don't, I have a weird diet in that I'm picky about what I eat. Mm-hmm. Like I don't like condiments. So mm-hmm. I don't like Love syrup, that. whipped cream, sour cream, guacamole. I don't like any of that. Well, that's just because I'm fucking Love weird. That. It's not like Is a, it like the mouth feel? It's like the, the, it's the consistency. Yeah. I do not like, or like when um, ice cream starts melting, I don't like that. Love that. All my fruit has to be like extremely firm, like yeah. where it, it like crunches. Oh. <laughs> what are your thoughts on cottage cheese? Oh my God, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Say it again. I got something for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm just like a weirdo. So like it naturally like. I like that. Keeps me from that's like Justin. He doesn't like anything things. that's like creamy. Yeah, it's, it's like, just like, like, like the. I don't know. I don't know mayonnaise. why. Yeah, oh, I can't do that. I'm sure. I can't. I will literally not eat the. You know, mm-hmm. like if you, I don't know, go to a burger place, whatever. And I'm like, okay, just like meat, cheese, and bread. Like, do not put anything else on there. And then it like comes with like mustard and like, like ketchup, I and I, I can't do. I just can't do it. And I've always been like that. And I asked my mom, like, did you not feed me stuff? Like you do create me to mm-hmm. be this monster and she's just like no I would try to feed you stuff and you wouldn't eat it if it would you know if it had something on it Weird. yeah I don't know where the fuck that came from but um, outside of that I'm pretty much down to eat anything but mm-hmm. I try not to eat beef um, only because it stays in your system for so long and and I don't think like humans were are supposed to eat that and mm-hmm. like break it down but I do eat fish a lot mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm trying. I've been force feeding myself a lot of salads lately. Do you do dairy? I do, but in moderation. Mm-hmm. Like really, the only time I do it will be like a coffee creamer mm-hmm. if they don't have like the soy one. Mm-hmm. Like on sets, mm-hmm. they do not care about your like. <laughs> if you're totally. not like the superstar, they are not not caring about your dietary like restrictions. So um, that and then to a cheese sometimes mm-hmm. depending on um, like what I'm eating. Like when I eat that umami burger, I have that truffle cheese on there. But <laughs> outside of that, yeah, Love. I don't, yeah, nothing too crazy. 
And I don't think um, my boyfriend is vegan, like love him. Very serious, very serious vegan. What so, do you mean? It's very serious. Like just like he judges you. Crack. <laughs> you know how <laughs> like no animal product at all. Like if it's made, like yeah, yeah, he's not gonna crack. <laughs> but here in LA, you know, it's super yeah. like cute, amazing, and, uh-huh. and all that. <laughs> and so people, I know multiple people that uh, publicly claim to be vegan and like are not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and it's like that's not cute. Just be yourself. How about that? Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, as far as that, I don't I'm do vegan, anything but too I crazy crack sometimes. Yeah, but I don't like fucking crack like people crack. Like I crack and have like a collagen in my like drink. I don't like crack yeah. and like eat a burger. And just, I mean, I mean, there's this one. I'm not gonna say. Well, this one person was um like recognized by PETA mm. for being vegan and like. Was eating chicken wings. And it's no. like, what are you talking? Like, what? You know, it's just stuff like that. It's not necessary. It's not, mm-hmm. not necessary. Damn, I wonder who that was. I'm going to go through. We won't let you out of here until you talk. Yeah. <laughs> what are you excited about this year? I'm excited about... Well, I'm going to start trying to do more acting. Yes, like girl. Like theatrical. Yes, girl. Which honestly is super scary for me. I'm dyslexic. Like was diagnosed in second grade. Always mm. been like afraid of schoolwork and, you know, I don't know, just going to school and being good enough and all that. And so honestly doing like scripted acting work is a super big monster for me. So just like reading and memorizing and like pronunciation of the correct words and like all of that is like really scary for me. But I feel like I'm ready. I'm at a place where I can like tackle it. So I'm going to be chipping away trying to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's amazing. I love that. You're, You're going to do it. so well. Oh, yeah. thank you. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. You will. I hope so. You will. Yeah. That's amazing. Thanks for coming, girl. <gasps> Thanks You're for so coming. Cool. Amazing. Girls night. Yeah, girls Yay. night. We're going to go have a sleepover, guys. Yeah. yeah. I wish. We have so many good nuggets from this. Yeah. <laughs> You're, so many. You were blowing my mind. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I was, I was honestly. I love I, having you. I was, oh yeah, I have to shout out Carly Haney. Oh, she's, 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 she couldn't come yeah, tonight. She's an like, asshole. She <laughs> literally so threatened me that if I didn't shout her out, I would be in trouble. I but, had dinner with that I, little nugget the other night. Love her. But uh, she's she's also from another planet. Yeah, do you know she what I mean? Is, yeah, actually. she is. Yeah, I'm like very she lucky is. to have found her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just be in in her presence and building that kind of friendship is really mm-hmm. rare. Totally, here. it's so true. Yeah. She's like, one of the smartest, funniest. Yeah, right. People mm-hmm. down to us, mm-hmm. like us, like us, like um, us. Wait, I forgot what I was going to say before I said. Then I had to shout. You out love Carly. almost thirty. <laughs> Love. <laughs> you love Almost 30 Nation? Yes. Hell yes. <laughs> all that. You're going to shout out all day. your followers on Instagram? <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. But can I say something? Say can I share something on this Instagram yes. thing? I actually... You <laughs> <No>. <laughs> What if you're like, actually, this is over. You need to leave right now. <laughs> we are turning off the mic. Um, no, I, I actually uh, cracked on this the other day. Hmm. I am so tired of people thinking that I do not care about them or I'm not a good friend or family member because I do not show it on social media. Oh. Do you guys ever feel oh like God. that? I can't. I think, I think at the beginning of my time, yeah. people 
when I started to only post pictures of me and not of my friends, I think people thought that. Yes. Now it's like, I think that they know, but I think people, like, I think people wonder if Justin and I are good, maybe, you know, because I don't mm-hmm. always post pictures with him, or like my friends don't think that I love them as much as I do because I never post pictures with them. Mm-hmm. And and it's, isn't it, it's just, it really, I like, I like got into an argument about it because I just feel like in, in real life, like I am a good friend and I am like a good 100%. family member and I am these things. And the fact that you need that validated by a public post or like, or, you know, watching of the story is like, it drives me nuts. Mm-hmm. And it's scary to think that that's the only direction that our society is going in is totally. that that's how they're going to feel love is like through mm-hmm. a public platform oh I just had to get that off my chest totally (laughs) I just like don't like it'd be weird to me to be like I fucking love you on a post because then it's like people are like that's sweet but it's like this is to one person yeah you know like what I would say in a post on Instagram you know maybe I'll do it every once in a while but if I was like Justin I love you so much like you're my rock you're my everything Mm -hmm. it's to him Mm -hmm. so I'm having 30,000 other people see something that's meant for him Him. yeah it's Mm -hmm. not meant for them yeah. You know, so it's like, what then if if it that is my what I'm doing, then I obviously want more than just him to see it. Yeah, what's right? the intention? So what, what is the intention? So what is the point? Yeah, and you why know? do you feel fed like yeah, like by that action? You know, versus if I text, if you texted that to him or said it to him yeah. verbally, yeah, like it almost is like it's like not as grand mm-hmm. as like yeah, I don't know. It's he like doesn't want to be on social. Yeah, that's awesome. He's like keep. A, he's like I just want to be private. That's he awesome. He always goes no, no. <laughs> he's like I just want to be private. <laughs> I love. I love you know, it. Me too. I love that. Uh, actually, I hate it. Actually, like, you're too hot. Take- you need to not be private. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, seriously. You need to play court. I'm like, you're not. I always tell him, like, you're not going to be hot forever. You need to be in the public. He's like, I don't want to be. <laughs> Going to be hot forever. Literally, like Chris's post with just, Justin, get like the we, most. We need love. to show them how hot you are right now because it's fleeting. <laughs> no, guys get hotter. Yeah, yeah. Unless they, they lose do. their hair. So true. Look, that could be a look too. Yeah, it's a look. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't mind it. So, yeah, I don't, yeah. Look I don't like. mind either as long as you own it. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> best Yay. podcast ever. Okay, so last, where do people mm-hmm. find you to connect um, with you? The only thing that I really go on. Or like keep up with his Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have a website? Uh, no, I used to. And mm-hmm. then I took it down because I didn't understand its purpose. But <laughs> <I'm sorry>. love <laughs> you. Fuck. I really, I was like, why am I doing this? Like I have, you know, my agencies have my yeah, posts exactly. and everything. I think when you get to a certain level, you don't you need it. don't need a website. That's so true. That's and so I think Instagram is so well done now mm-hmm. and getting even better that like, Mm-hmm. people ask for your handle yeah. in a casting. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's on our comp cards now. Whoa. It's really crazy. Wait, that's crazy. Yeah, it's printed under our name. I love like, that. Whoa, Whatever. okay. Yeah. But uh, my it's Kari X Michelle. Love. Yeah. K-A-R-I-X Michelle. I love your brand. <laughs> Two L's or one L? Oh, one L. <laughs> one L. Love it. Yeah. Hit her up a DM and say that she inspired you. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that would be sick. Love you, girl. Love you guys. Love you, girl. Thank you Thanks for, for joining. Me. This, this is, is a awesome. true delight. <laughs> Love you. Bye. Bye. Peace out. <laughs>
Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to the Almost 30 podcast. We love, love, love hearing from you. Um, we would love for you to review on iTunes. If you visit iTunes, click write a review um, and give us your honest review. We love that. Um, our reviews have been so positive lately. So give us a review. It helps you. It helps us. We want to bring on more amazing guests and spread the Almost 30 Nation love. And you can also become a part of Almost 30 Nation in a deeper way at patreon.com. Patreon.com slash almost 30 um, is where you can go to donate $2, $5, $10 or more a month. And you can connect with us via Google Hangouts through our bonus episodes. We give our patrons a almost 30 dad hat, which is a gorgeous jean hat with our logo on it. People have been rocking them all around the country. Um, so tag us if you do get your hat. Um, among other rewards, we're just so excited to connect with you in more ways. So patreon.com slash almost 30 and write us a review on iTunes. We love you guys. Have a great week.